And it is another week, but not just another week. It's Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason, go ball! We beat Alabama. <laughs> you and I, you and I texted, uh, I guess after the game, and it it was. I think all I said was, was so, "Holy crap!" Yeah, there's so <laughs> that's it. There's I didn't so, say. There's so few words. Yeah, and yet so much emotion. I could I could have been talking. Anything could have happened in my life, yes, and I text my pastor, "Holy crap!" <laughs> and and we just knew what we were talking about. <laughs> well, uh, as you know, um, you know Hayden, our oldest, has has had this major spine surgery, and so he can't move. Yeah, I mean, like literally, right now he's twenty two, twenty three hours a day in a recliner. Oh wow! And uh, and yet he loves the vault. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I love the vault. Yeah, and so. Uh, he can't bend, lift, twist. I mean, truly, he's kind of just stuck, you know, right now. And um, and so he is just like so amped up, and yet so not moving. Yeah, <laughs> he said crazy. Dad, he said, "Dad, my heart has never beat so fast with my body moving so little." You yeah. know, it was just the intensity <clears throat> of what it. A, it was one of the best. I, I'm gonna. It is the best college football game I've ever seen. Yeah. We also and, and get it. I'm by. I mean, obviously, yeah, sure. but the back and forth. Now, if you like defense, it certainly wasn't a no. a, a good a, a good game to watch. But we have, for the first time in a very, very, very long time, we have reached a moment, and we talked about this a, a, a couple weeks ago, where we just always feel like we're in it. I know. So even when we fumbled in, like, in years past. Many would have left the stadium. Sure. Well, that's it. We're done. We fumbled. Alabama scored. So the, the momentum tilted. We're not going to get this back. But when we fumbled and they scored, you, you see Hendon Hooker like, oh man. And, but then there was a moment going, yeah, but we're about to get the ball well, back. Well, I don't have also, a, like, I'm not concerned. Yeah, exactly. Even after the missed field goal by Alabama. Yes. Which was how many seconds? 15 left? seconds uh, left. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I genuinely thought. We have a decent chance to win. Yeah, we have time. Yeah. <laughs> 15 seconds. We have time to get down Isn't the field. Isn't that crazy? You're like, I think we genuinely have a good chance to, to get in field goal range. Yeah. The play, I, in fact, because, you know, this is what we do. This is what we do. We sit and we reflect on it and yep. we talk about it. And uh, oh, I've been reflecting so, on this game. So I was at lunch with a couple guys yesterday uh, on our staff, and we were, ta- of course, talking about yeah, the game. Sure. And I said, tell me what. Your most, like, what was the most impressive play to yeah. you? And of course, there were some amazing catches, not sure. just the Jalen yeah. Hyatt played, played out of his mind. Yeah, I mean, all of that stuff. <clears throat> but to me, the most impressive play of the game was the second to last play of the game with okay. nine seconds left with Hendon Hooker just sitting in the pocket. That I dude mean, is just the calmest. sitting there yeah. and waiting, knowing because he didn't have anything initially and like waiting. That knowing I could, every yep. other quarterback that I'm used to seeing would scramble, sure. would run, Nervous. would throw one, just hail Mary something. Yeah. He sat there in the pocket and waited till Brew McCoy came open and then boom, hit yep. him, knowing all we need is one second left. Yep. All we need is one second left. And we and had the first down, first down, clock stops. And then Heupel's there ready to, to yep. you know, of course, you know, there's all kinds of things you could speculate about how, Saban mismanaged it, which he is definitely crazy, did. You know, yeah. but 
Wow, we won. And I will say Bryce Young is every bit uh, of a man. That dude's incredible. Yes, he, um, he is special. But but I also think our everybody our secondary's rough. But we were playing. I mean, by the end of the game, we had a walk on playing yes, safety uh, or corner. And so I I appreciate our defensive coordinator going because we know that we're going to blitz the absolute snot out of you. We're coming all the time. And, and, and you know, the announcers mean. kept saying, if you don't get him, he's going to hurt you. And that's what happened. And that's what happened over and over and over. But I do appreciate because what that with a normal quarterback, Bryce Young is a, a yeah. Heisman trope. Like, he's a different level. Right. But if you do that with a normal quarterback, he's they're getting gonna, rattled. Yeah. They're not going to be able to make the plays. I mean, Bryce Young threw a ball away. Even the announcer's like, he throws it away. No, a receiver caught it. <laughs> it Even his throwaway stayed yeah. in bounds enough for a receiver so to good. get to it. On the, so, other side of the, on the other side of the coin, our offensive line has taken a goodness. beating over the last few years. They're and incredible. They are doing absolutely fantastic. Because here's, you would think that a quarterback like Hinnon Hooker is constantly moving. He that is, dude, now, sometimes I'm like, well, no wonder you got sacked. You just stood there. Yeah, what are you doing? Right, right. But he's so calm. And the only way he can do that is if the line it's is blocking. Impressive. It's really, And really he impressive. made he made NFL draft picks. Our offensive line made NFL draft picks on, on Alabama's very defense. Average. Yeah. You yeah. never heard their name. Yeah, it was and, amazing. Uh, just, I mean, so what, every, so, there's so, just so you, many. Um, mm. you, you, I'm assuming you stormed the field. You actually took the goalpost to the river. I applied. You went I, back in, took some turf yep, from the yep. grass. Uh, you I did smoked all every cigar that was in there. <laughs> yeah. No, you, that was, you know, what was, what was the, the thing I'm going to remember the most about this was it was the first, uh, we didn't have cigars at the house. So it was the first cigarette me and Gavin shared. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> So a wrong. celebratory that cigarette. So that would change the look of no. that whole thing, wouldn't it? No, you look cool with a cigar, but what if they'd have just handed out cigarettes? Uh, not cool. Uh, well, I, um. No, I was at home. I, I was but. at home as well. And, you know, of course, one of the cool things you see is all these people, whether it's, you know, they're sending. Oh, yeah. Sending so a lot of people I knew. Posting, yeah. Whatever, maybe. Just talking about, you know, sometimes they experienced it. Or people would say, the last time we won, yeah. I was with my daddy, yep, and he's yep, passed yep, away, yep. and all this other stuff. And, I, and of course, I would have loved to have been in the stadium, sure. and in most years, we probably would have. But with this year, with Hayden, uh, it was actually a really special memory. Like, yeah. he and I just locked in. Uh, everyone else kind of knew. Like, the other boys were out playing. They were the, – our neighbors were ahead at playing, like, projecting outside. So yep. they were kind of watching it and playing. Carrie was in and out. Uh, it was humorous though. We had a guy that was working on our pantry, doing like built-ins in our pantry. Yeah. And, um, had very little interest in the Vols. Really? Uh, yeah. Very, very huh. little interest in the Vols. Not, not clearly not from, <clears throat> yeah. from East Tennessee and a great gentleman speaks very little English. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and just at his own confession just said, I don't really know what's going on with the Vols. He was great. Yeah. But, um, he didn't really even know what was happening until I had just to go out and tell him because Hayden and I are in the back room. Yeah. And the two little boys are gone. Yep. Carrie's in and out. And all this guy's hearing he's screaming. is screaming. Yeah, yeah. Like he's thinking, is someone okay? being, is someone yeah. being murdered back yeah. there in that bedroom? So I had to come out and be like, big ball game. 
Woo, it's close. <laughs> and then I just went back to the room and just kept on screaming. Yeah, we, me and Gavin were going bonkers. And when we hit that field goal, I'll be honest, we hit the field goal. I was watching. I went, he missed it. It looked short to me on the yes, TV. It looked short. Yeah. And, uh, and then we were like, he hit it and we went nuts and Charlie started crying because we scared her half to death. <laughs> Uh, and so she was like, you told me you weren't going to scream. I was like, I'm sorry. I can't I'm help sorry. It. it was, uh, just, uh, and, and then watching all the videos, I got a buddy that, uh, that I used to work with that he, he lost his dad in the, in the nineties in a car wreck and his brother, uh, in that same wreck has, is disabled the rest of his life. And they've just, they became really close with Philip Fulmer over the years. I'm not sure if the, if the crash happened on the way to the game or on the okay. way home, but they were season ticket holders and, okay. and all this. And so, so all that happened as they were growing up. And then this dude, you know, is, has been working at UT for a long time and he posted a picture over like during the game at the end of the game and he's hugging his sons and they're all crying. Yeah. And, you know, on the surface, you're like, you're crying over it. Like, what are you, yeah. but, but I, I was like, what a special moment for this guy yeah. that he used to do this with his dad. Yeah, he hasn't been able to hug his cool. dad in years. And now he's getting to experience this with his boys and getting to go on the field with his boys and, you, and just this incredible. Is, this is not necessarily a personality that we endorse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but, but did you see the Clay Travis deal afterwards? Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, he was, okay, he's like, things. I'm going to crack in. <laughs> a couple of things. Yeah. It was clearly worth noting. His emotions were probably yeah, a little, he had been drinking yeah. heavily, uh, which obviously we wouldn't encourage, no. you know, um, but he's riding in the back of some he random stranger's, stranger's truck. <laughs> pick up. Going down, yeah. I guess, Cumberland or something. Yeah, guys, are, guys are like, uh, they probably have read him yeah. and watched his shows and yeah. they're like, yeah, hop in. Yeah. And he, uh, and he's reflecting yeah. on saying the really old grandfather moment yep. and some of the stuff and gets emotional. I was like, man, people are an absolute Well, and, and to see the, uh, one thing that's been, been really cool to watch is we have built a culture for, for the longest time. The culture was terrible. But we have built a culture where I've seen videos. Morgan Wildman posted a video. He's in the skybox with our baseball coach. Yep. And then, and he's going nuts. Our baseball coach is going nuts. And then we see our women's basketball oh, coach and so she's fun. going bonkers. So the great thing about that one clip that they showed of Kelly Harper, that wasn't when we won. Like it was like just in the middle of the game when something yeah. happened. They, I mean, she is so, so intense. intense and just so like, and so you just, just not watching. Of, and I say this is, is like, you know, not Bruce Pearl yeah, who just, back in pandering. the day, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of pandering to the crowd and like, you know, and his body painted to kind of make sure he's seen on TV. Yeah, yeah. Or she's just sitting in the, not in a box. And that's the, what I she's thought. Sitting she's sitting in the stands. She could have been in a box. With everyone else. And yeah, and she's going just absolutely crazy. If you were next to her, you may not even know she's the Correct. women's coach. Which is this so is just, awesome. She's just in an orange t-shirt. I loved it. And, uh, and so watching all that and then watching there's a video where they're they're pulling the they're they've charged the field they're pulling the goalpost down and there's a video of somebody with the camera on Randy Boyd who's the president of the university system and says how much is that going to cost and Randy Boyd says with a cigar in his hand it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter we'll do this every year <laughs> and I thought that is and of course then people are so what these are public funds you're like no. well actually the athletic fund well are, and they and they did yeah, a they yeah, did a fundraiser and they right. got the money. And so, and then I saw like our chancellor, Plowman, 
she posted a video. You know, in years past, we would have had this like wag of the finger, yeah. quit being, ce- quit celebrating. You're better than this from yeah. our chancellors. Yeah. Um, I've worked with some of those folks, but, but this chancellor posted a video of it happening and it was like, uh, I hope that I'm sure the athletic department has been prepared for this and it's going to be a great week. Like no, no one was like, get those cigars out of yeah. your mouth. All, it was just very much yeah. we're celebrating. Well, Danny White posted that picture of he and Heupel. Yeah. And it, I mean, it, it, it was like priority one. Like yes. you could tell, like we are, we are going to, we're going to make a statement here, yep. you know, which is super so, fun. And, and apparently it's, Jay it's Cutler, awesome. Jay Cutler, yeah. he's the quarterback of the Vanderbilt play, Big arch provided rival. a ton of cigars. Well, maybe not arch rival. Well, yeah, uh, let's not uh, go. Vanderbilt. They were much better Vanderbilt. Then. Didn't like Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee is kind of. We like, would uh, just beat them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, but he provided a lot of cigars and then there was a video going around of all the Al Wilson, all these former players in oh, the yeah. box just going And nuts. all the stuff beforehand too. I mean, game day was super fun. Oh yeah. Pat McAfee. Man, that guy's hysterical. The best addition to game day in decades. <laughs> when, he, when he made the pick and he went into that whole rigmarole oh. about I was drafted by the Indianapolis yeah, yeah. Colts. And I was then given the opportunity to play next to this guy with the ginormous cranium yeah, and yeah. all this stuff. And then he talks about hearing Rocky Top on the he's plane. So and then he sings it. And then he says, and because of this, and because of this. Yep. And I was at Gustav's Deli. And then he says, Tennessee by a million. Yeah. And the crowd went crazy. And uh, oh, Kirk awesome. Herbstreit's the only one that didn't pick Tennessee. Which but I even, thought after, was, but I, even after the game, he congratulated. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, you know, th- so. But I thought it was, I was kind of surprised that the other ones pick. I mean, I figured yeah. Peyton would, Pat yeah. McAfee, that makes sense. Yeah, He's definitely course. playing the crowd. Of course, was going to play uh, the crowd. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I was surprised that it. It was fun. But man, what a, what a incredible, just incredible game. It's a good time to be a Tennessee Vol fan right and, now. And, and, you know, we're, across the board. Yeah. I mean, men's oh, and women's sure. basketball, <laughs> baseball, uh, you know, obviously football. And then, of course, you've got a lot of other sports that are doing I just, really well. I just love that when Hendon Hooker was asked. He first off, he was like, "I didn't smoke a cigar. I yeah. just held it for a picture, took a picture, yeah. which is great." And then he said, "You know, we just got to move on and get ready for UT Martin." He said, "He said he you said, just won the, well, the biggest game I did. in decades." And, like, and he's like, "Hey, we just got to look. We got to move on to get get prepared for UT my, Martin." One of my favorite things that I did hear someone say was. Um, because, you know, one of his great quotes was, it was just another day at the office. <laughs> and someone said, he is going to be so disappointed someday down the road when he actually has to go to a <laughs> yeah. real office. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, spoiler alert, he's never going to have to work in a real yeah, office. Pro- probably not. He's going to be okay. Probably not. We'll All be right, back. We'll talk to you soon. With the yeah, I mean, we could spend, we could spend hours talking about that game. We should probably Saturday. not. We probably because, shouldn't. But. Because most, well, no, listen. A lot of our listeners would be happy with that. Yes. And well, probably far more happy with us talking about the Vols than, than us sharing any, our other thoughts. Yeah. But, man, but we are going to share some other yeah, thoughts. We, you know, it, it was a uh, – but the fact that we're 6-0, and we're number three in the country, and some could argue we could have been number one. I mean, yeah, we, I don't I, know if I'm there. We've beat, yeah. We beat four of the six games we played have been against top yep. 25 teams. Yep. And Alabama being the last one. And so we're going to beat Georgia when we play them. And uh, we're going to go to the playoffs. So take that! <laughs> you know? And so uh, I think I said at the beginning of the year we're going to win 10 games. Now, did I believe that? I don't know. But I said it. And yeah. so 
So you said on the way in today you yeah. were feeling a little philosophical. Not well, yeah. philosophical. I had, you were just I reflecting. Just, I had some thoughts. Thinking about some world events. Yeah. Most specifically, you were thinking about uh, Ukraine and Ukraine Russia. Russia. And so if y'all are following that, uh, it's, you know, we had our president spoke at a, a fundraising event a few weeks ago and said we were on the cusp of Armageddon. He used that language. That's not me using that language. And so when you use that language, and what he was meaning was nuclear war because right. of Russia and Ukraine. Right. Uh, and then what happened, he said it at a fundraiser. You know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He doesn't know that, that cell phones have cameras now. Maybe he doesn't Stop. know that there's social media out there. I'm not sure. I'm not Stop. sure. But, but he said it at a fundraiser, obviously, and it, it leaked and made its way yeah. out. And so... When when the press secretary was asked about it, the White House had to start backpedaling, like, "Oh, he doesn't really mean that," and you know, and and then now you you have some folks saying that there's a 25 percent chance of nuclear war, there's 25 percent chance of uh, World War Three. Folks, that that's that's a big deal. Yeah, and and we have uh, up to this point given a blank check to Ukraine. That that's a you know, something that needs to be thought about, at least that that could put us in a dangerous spot where we're I think we've given 80 billion at this point with, uh, you know, military equipment and, and the things and, and, and kind of we're at this place where it's a weird thing where uh, Zelensky can do no wrong. And, and I just think that's a dangerous place to be right. uh, as well. But but I, th- that wasn't kind of where my mind my mind was going to a place of. We are in an interesting time because our public thinkers. So, you know, you think about some may argue Elon Musk isn't like a public thinker, but he's a public figure that is that has acquired a lot of wealth and done. He's like today's version of, of Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, like well, he's, he's an he's entrepreneur, an innovator, an entrepreneur, creator. Yeah. Yeah. Inventor. Like in the beginning of this, when, when everything started happening, uh, Ukraine needed Internet service and he moved Starlink, which is satellites that he has in the sky that's ran by spacex which is elon musk like he moved them and gave them access so that they could have internet right well since then you know elon has moved forward with buying twitter and and there's some folks that don't want that to happen and elon has been a little bit more vocal when it comes to freedom of speech and and different things like that so elon has just been tweeting his thoughts and 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 when the the president of the united states says armageddon and then when, when other public figures say there's a 25% chance of nuclear war, Elon is just tweeting out, hey, maybe here's one example of how we could get to, to peace with, with Russia and Ukraine. Right. And, and that means both sides are going to have to give up something. It doesn't mean that, that Ukraine gets everything it wants. It doesn't mean Russia gets everything it wants. It, that's what a compromise is, yeah. a treaty of some sort. It so means it, so both sides are giving up things. Because the, the direction you're headed with this is, you know, Elon Musk is one example. Yes, um, of, but, a, but, of many. Of many, but he is, um, he's a public thinker yeah. in, in terms of on, on important issues. He's, he's establishing a position, often a position that many other people embrace. Yeah, and, and, and many oppose. And, and then also with that you have... You have political leaders all over the world that are using Twitter to uh, make their points. You have congressmen and women in Washington, senators that are going on cable news outlets and doing hits and have podcasts and writing books and, and, and posting on Twitter. <clears throat> and, and so I was thinking through that, and I was thinking back to when our country was founded. We had the Federalist Papers. We had Federalists and Anti-Federalists. You had, but in order to get your message out, you had to sit down Think through what you were going to say, right. and you wrote it. 
Yeah. And then you would publish Federalist Paper 1. That's actually one of the things that, uh, <laughs> and, you know, uh, I enjoyed Hamilton, the, yeah, the, yeah. the play, you know. Um, and for lots of reasons, I enjoy sure, it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there's one thing that's always interesting when when you when we watch it uh, or have seen it. You're like, oh, man, like there's just this so and there's such an intense thoughtfulness. Yes. That is being poured over for days upon days. That's then, you know, rolling out drafts and then and yep. then drafts again. And then the next, you know, final draft and then being released. I mean, you see this and, and, and not to say that there wasn't a a urgency or a, even a quickness in terms of, um, you know, how or maybe an intensity of, of how they were yeah. writing. But it wasn't just this immediate thing that yeah, and they, like sure, it does today. They argued at the at the pub course, and they, they did all that. But but when they sat down to write, it was like, what what point am I trying to get across and how do I want to uh, convince may not be the right word, but how do I want to paint it in a way that other people are going to read this and go, yeah, this is the direction we need to go. Yeah, sure. And so you fast forward to today and you have access to millions of people in your pocket. And so you have congressmen and senators and public thinkers just posting. Right. And it might have been, I just thought about this. And and even when they get to a place of like, oh, no, I need to delete that, a million people have already seen it. Right, and screenshot it. And, and, and so there's no deleting that. Uh, you know, you have AOC was at an event the other day with people that, you know, I, I mean, if you're going to her town hall, you probably voted for. Her. And they're screaming at her, you're, you're going to get us into World War III and, and this and that. And so one thing I wanted to point out was Elon has been, you know, writing and saying, hey, this might be a way. And again, he has no power in that. He's just thinking like other people are thinking, hey, we need to get to a place of some kind of agreement right. here. And he posted an opinion and one of the leaders. We in, will not say what he said. Right. Yeah. But, but made a, go ahead. But one of the leaders in Ukraine replied to him, I mean, this is not just a citizen of Ukraine. This is like one of the political leaders replied to him and told him, in essence, uh, you know, shove off. You know, Correct. we don't we don't care what in you much, have to in say. In a much harsher yeah. word. Much harsher yeah. way. Yeah. And so Elon turned Starlink off. <laughs> and then and then I mean, I mean, I know, I know this. It's just the way you said it, it makes me laugh because it just it feels yeah. so trite. It feels so yeah. like, wait, what? And so what then people on Twitter are like, uh, hey, Elon, Elon has turned it off. They don't have Internet now. How you know what? What's he doing? And Elon just replies and says, we just listen. That's what they wanted us to do. He yep. told me to shove off, so I'm yeah. I'm going to take the ball and go home. Yeah, and and then and then Elon made a point. He was like, everybody else in this is being subsidized. You, you're, y'all are attacking me. I'm the only one that literally has spent millions, maybe billions of dollars. Right. I'm not getting any any money back for Correct. this. Correct. And, and so we we have this weird thing where where morality should make you do X, Y, or Z, and Elon is going, you're gonna like I have to pay. Yeah. My like. This is this doesn't yeah. just happen, right? Um, and so it's just a weird place that we find ourselves. And I love the in. people that also say, "I mean, it's not that much." Yeah, You're right. like, "Well, there's satellites in the air. I don't even know how it happens." Satellites in space. I'm pretty sure it ain't free. I mean, yeah. I'll be honest. When I think of that, the first image that comes to my mind is the giant satellite dish that my dad has in his yard. <laughs> just I know around, it's not that. Just floating around. But when I hear there's satellites. Yeah. In my mind, it's like this giant dish network satellite. And that's not what it is. I love. But but that that's where 
we are at a place where folks are, we're going to have to come to grips with, are we willing to risk nuclear war? Because what will happen is, if we were to retaliate, and there's some leaders that are saying, if, if X happens, then Y needs to happen, and Y being, sure. we need to attack Russia. If we do that, oh, their only response, because they can't meet us toe-to-toe, their only response is nuclear. Right. That's it. Right. And, and Putin is, I don't know if y'all know this, is a little off. Yeah. And yeah. so, he, you know, if you, if you have this conversation about, well, no one wants nuclear. No, no, there is one. Yeah. That really does want that. And probably a couple. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, so, and so these are the, this is what's interesting to me is we're, we're much less eloquent. So you go back and read the Federalist but Papers. the stakes it, are just as high. But my goodness, the stakes are just as high. And, and now we have, we can get it to people so much quicker. And, uh, and so I don't, I don't know what the, what the answer is. But if we don't get some, if, if our leaders, Republican and Democrat in Washington, don't put their big boy pants on and, and really start to have some tough conversations about moving forward, it's going to be an interesting next 18 months. Yeah. We'll be back. So as we continue the conversation, so we started the first segment off celebrating the balls. We did. The second segment, we <laughs> talked about World War III and Armageddon. I mean, exactly right. are you getting this type of content anywhere else? No, the answer is no, 100%. Not. I can promise you there is not another show in the world that spent 15 minutes celebrating a Vol victory that, that mentioned Randy Boyd. Yeah. That mentioned Al Wilson. Correct. That mentioned cigar smoke. Pat Mack. That mentioned uh, none of and, and then moved to a segment where we mentioned Elon Musk, Alexander Hamilton, the Federalist Papers, and Joe Biden, Joe Biden and Ukraine and Russia <laughs> and Armageddon. No one else no, has given you this that's content. Fair. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, so in another thought of, or, or Time of reflection, okay. Because <clears throat> you you you've been reflecting on things that are political, societal. Sure. I drove in today and was reflecting on something completely personal. Okay. And so here's the thing that I am finding myself drawn more and more to. Okay, so I will turn forty five. Wow. Here. Wow. Not, hey, I didn't mean anything by that. No, you shouldn't have said no, it that I way. I didn't. Wow. I mean. <laughs> wow, man, you're man. so young. That's what man. you should have. 45 is so young. That's what, I thought no. for sure you were 50. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll turn 45 here in a month or so. Okay. Okay. And and I I genuinely was trying to, to, to discern, is this midlife crisis? Or is this something just new in me? Okay. okay, so here's the deal. I have zero interest in um I have zero interest in a sports car. Yep. Um I am incredibly happy and joyful in my existing marriage and the marriage that I've always had. That's good. Um, you know, some of the things that sadly fall into uh, you know, midlife crises or I you know, I'm I'm not looking to change careers or anything of that sort. Um, but I will say I am finding myself drawn more and more to wanting to do hard things. Okay. Like, like genuinely like thinking about what, what are hard things 
that I want to accomplish. You know, so so is it, do I want to write another book? Do I want to run another marathon? Do I want to climb Kilimanjaro? Do I want to... Uh, you know, do take on like I've, I'm a day 110 right now. Let it be noted. Okay. Day 110 in a row of learning Spanish. Hola, through, through thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm just oui. going to leave it at oui, that. Oui. <laughs> and I think, I think, we're, I think we've <laughs> shifted there. I've just drawn towards doing hard things right now. So is that just me? Does that come with this season of life? What do you think is happening with me, Andrew? I think that we as a society have gotten so uh, – the, the progress that we have made, that it, life is easy. And now, now people are going to hear that and go, you don't know my life. You yeah, know. Sure, sure. But what I'm saying is overall, if you want to have a burger tonight, you can go get meat. Correct. You can even go buy one that's already cooked. Correct. That's probably more likely yeah. for me. In years past, <laughs> if you wanted a burger, you had to make plans for that. You had to harvest an animal. And if your kids were like, hey, I want a burger tonight, you would say, well, that's not going to happen tonight. Right. You know? but, but we're going to make plans so that you know, five months from now, we'll be able to have that burger, sweetie. And, and, and I think there's a, there's a sense of our, we're, we're wired to, to be challenged. Yeah. And our society, we have spent years and years and decades and decades on making life as, le- as least challenging as possible. Right. And so, so, yeah, I do think there is something to, uh, I mean, I, I'll watch. I think there's also a certain side for me, like, I just want my life. And, and now this sounds, and, and I want our listeners to understand, like, I'm I'm being just reflective on air. So uh, sure. probably some thoughts are a little unbridled here. But, like, I, I uh, and unfiltered. But I just really want, one, I want to set an example to my kids of doing things that are hard. Um, I want I want to every day put my head on the pillow and, like, be absolutely taxed. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely taxed. I want to be, at the end of the day, thinking, man, I am wrung out for things that mattered and things that, like, impacted people and things that, that like, like that, that moved the needle, whether it's for our culture or for our church or for my family. I just continued, and I think maybe, and it's not to say that I've, I mean, listen, you know, I've committed my life to ministry. I sure. feel like I'm raising three really wonderful kids. I've got an amazing marriage. I've written books, I've done things physically, all that other stuff. But there's also been seasons where I, I feel like I probably kind of kind of relaxed a tad, you know, or or maybe just been distracted a tad. And so right now, maybe at 45, I'm like, man, like I just want it to matter. I want it to count. I want it to impact things and impact people. And I just see myself saying in order for that to happen, hard things have to occur. Yeah. Yeah, we we've been watching a, a show called Heartland, and it's based out of Canada. Okay. Which which I mean, I'll just be honest. Uh, I would never purposely choose to watch anything out of Canada because I'm an American. <laughs> Fair, um, enough. Fair enough. But but uh, it's a it's an amazing show. Okay. The family loves it. Everybody loves it. But it's a ranch in Canada, and the the main character, one of the main characters, is Jack, and he's a, he's the granddad. 
to these these two girls, but he also just takes everybody in. Anybody that, that's had a rough go at it, <clears throat> he just gives them a place to sleep where they work the ranch. He's hard on them. Uh, he, he, he just a, I keep telling my, my kids, I'm like, I want to be Jack when I grow up. Yeah. And, and I watched that there and because there's something too. he, he was sitting on the porch the other night and, and, you know, he's older, but he's got a girlfriend. And she said, the next time I go to France, I'm going to take you with me. And he just scoffed like, I'm not getting on a plane. That was, that was his words. And she was like, you've never been on a plane. He's like, yeah, but 30 years ago. And she was like, why would you not want to go? And he said, and he's sitting on his porch looking at his ranch, and he says, because there is nothing that would pull me away from this place. And he's just looking at the land and hard work and, and all that goes yep. along with that and the hard life that, that they live. And I thought, man, what a, what a very simple thing to say. Even, even back when we were dealing with the pandemic and, and we, were, you know, uh, we were able to still do things virtually, we were able to still go to drive-through or get yep. things delivered to our house – you think back to previous pandemics, and men were literally burying their children yep. and then going to work the land. Yeah, like that's a different level of hard yeah. stuff. Yeah, and and so I and, do, and I'm incredibly grateful for all absolutely. those advancements and all of those things, absolutely. those luxuries we have. But there is something driven inside of us that like let's do hard things. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's take care of things. Let's let's you know and 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 there's a there's a book called The Comfort Crisis. Uh, and again, this dude's not a not a believer, but um, but he he writes it from a perspective of that's where he was at in life. He was making good money, but he just felt this sense of I'm there's got to be something else. Now I would say he's yes. going to keep that search is going to continue, yeah. and eventually you right. know the Lord's going to grab a hold of him. But but what he's what he's saying is he he makes a point once a year to go do. A hard thing, Interesting. and the point of that hard thing, it has to be like it's not like today's hard thing is going to be changing my tire. It has to be <laughs> something that you're like, there's a chance I may not be able to complete this task. Yeah, and so it's hard enough that there's a chance you might not be able to complete, but it's it's not as hard where you're like, but I can complete it. Right, I can do this. Right, and he does it once a year, and the rules that he puts in place of it is you can't post about it on social media. You can't, uh, the, the whole point of it is for growth in yourself, not to just show people what I completed. Interesting. And I thought that is, because we're in a time now where what's the point of doing a hard thing if I can't yeah, if people don't tell know people I that I did a hard thing? Sure. You know? And, and so I love the to thought of- To inspire other people right, to do Right, right. And so I love the thought <laughs> of like, no, I did the hard thing just for myself. Yeah. I, I did, you know, even there's something with, with the work that we do- and, and maybe that's just me making excuses, but there's a sense of, look, I need, I need a smartphone. I need to be able to connect to my email. I need to be able to read this article. I need to be able to do this. I need to be able to do that. But man, there's, I'm, I'm like every day getting closer to turning to my dad yeah. <laughs> and getting that flip phone and just being like, that's yep. what I got, you know? Yep. And, and, and cause I do think as society gets easier, there is a sense of, I don't know, am I missing something? Am right. I, you know, the, because yeah. I think about my granddad's and the, the hardness, not in the, not in the hardening of the heart, but the hardness of those men. Yeah, the toughness and, and, and my that. grandmothers. Yeah. Like my grandma used to get up, put a hat on in her dress that she made for herself, put on milk boots, 
go out to the barn when it was, you know, 20 degrees and clean the barn after they got done milking. Yeah. And then make breakfast. Yep. And, and I was, you know, just, uh, have you, you've not asked Aaron to, to <laughs> yeah, do that. Right. You've not asked no, no. <laughs> now Aaron is tough. She is uh, tough. But if oh, I said, man. Hey, we're, Daddy's retired milking. We're going to go take over. She would say, no, no, we're, like, oh, that's, we're definitely that's, not that's doing cute. that. Yeah. That's, that's not going to happen. But, but I do, I do appreciate that. I do think as you get older, there is a sense of like, I don't know, maybe I need, and I think what's cool with, uh, yeah, I even think about your, your oldest son now. He's going through some hard things. Yeah, absolutely. And when he gets on the other side of this, he's going to be like, man, I'm grateful for the advances in, in, in science that has allowed for yeah. this, but also that was hard. Yeah, absolutely. Think about the lessons. Think about the lessons that he's going to be able to. That's right. To take from that. I love that man. And I mean, on top of that, his dad's about to be forty-five. Wow. As you I mean, said. wow. And as and he, the, all his friends are probably like, "There's no way. <laughs> There's no way that man is that he's old. Less than fifty. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. Once again, I don't care your background, where you're from. That song comes on, you just feel different. Shoulders start pop like, yeah, okay, okay. You know what we're all about? Winning, winning, six and zero. Yeah, we're all about winning right now. And I mean, uh, I'm gonna be honest. If we were to lose UC Martin. Any UT stuff is going to, I'm going to, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. That's, that's not going to happen. We're not going to lose. No, UT no, we're not. We're not. In fact, but, I'd be very curious to see how many of our starters actually even play. Yeah. Well, I think they'll start. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the the, the hope would be that we get on down to Heath Shuler's son at Correct. some point. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and, and and good for Navy Shuler being yeah, out there. That'd yeah. Be great. So that would be the uh, hope. I think what you don't want is another Tillman injury like oh my we gosh, had in no. Akron. You right. Know? Now, he right. wasn't playing late into the game, uh, or that injury wasn't yeah. happening late in the game. But you, man, you're like, you do not want Hendon Hooker getting injured against UT Martin. And don't want Hyatt getting in, you yeah, know, like, and we need, we need to definitely get, get some of that, uh, make sure that doesn't happen. So there's a chance you'll be dressing out. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh there's the, yeah, no. All right. So, uh, we're fully in fall. I mean, like straight up fall, like for it's sure. Cold. Yeah. It's it was cold, cold this morning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, winterize the camper. Uh, yeah. I was going to ask, I mean, have you now officially embraced all your major fall festivities? Have you burned the first fire? Uh, yeah, last night. Oh. And before I left this morning, I made sure it was going for the family before I left. Very solid. Yeah. Very, very solid. Yep. So that was, I will say, last night, uh, it seemed like a good idea. And then I was like, I am. It's a little hot. I am hot. Remember but this that, morning, it was great because it, it did get really cold. So Yeah. Do you remember that conversation we had about when is the, the pumpkin too premature? You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The porch yeah. and stuff. Um, some amazing friends of Carrie's. Uh, the next day, uh, Put some and out. to be very clear, they weren't listening to the show. Yeah, of course not. I feel confident. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, before Carrie and Hayden got home from New York, or we all got home from yeah, New yeah. York um, from his surgery, uh, they came and decorated our whole front porch with all kinds oh, that's of fall awesome. stuff. Yeah, and that's we great. had pumpkins, and that's so great. Um, now we have been quick. They're covered, 
So that should we should be okay. Yeah, yeah. They're covered. Hopefully, there's still though the possibility. You grab that stem yeah, at the buddy. top of the end, pops right and off. And if you don't have a pig that can clean that up, I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> Fortunately, you do. We do. And that's another thing. Uh, Hamlet slept inside last night. Oh. Yeah, it was, it, it, you know, Aaron was like, he needs to come in. I was like, he hasn't he hasn't slept inside in months. Yeah. And did I win that argument? No, you did no, not. No, I didn't. He slept Does in the he house. need to get cleaned up in order <clears throat> no, to come in? No, that's the and... weird thing. Like, you would think uh, he doesn't waller around. Yeah. And, and, and every now and then, like in the summer when it's really. less, like, I mean, a dog has, like, hair and fur and all yeah, that Yeah, and stuff he's got like... hair, but it's like a weird. Yeah. Uh, it's not something you'd want Is to pet. Is he groomed? No. No, they shed their hair. They okay, go completely man. bald in okay. the summer, and then they grow it back. Clearly, but I knew this because I was a strange. farmer. I didn't know that until yeah. we had him. Okay. Um, and, and so, yeah, he, uh, he came, in, came in last night, and then I let him out this morning. Man. And he never moved from his spot all now, night. Do you, do you all decorate for Halloween? No. Uh, 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 Fall. Uh, for just, just um, <laughs> what is, oh, what is, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll say Halloween. No, we don't. Yeah, no. no. There's no spider webs. No. I mean, there may be, but there's not for decoration. <laughs> no, I mean, there are certain corners in the in certain rooms. You, yeah, yeah throw, you may very well find a spot. Throw, throw a flashlight on that sure. thing, and you'll look spooky. Could yeah. could possibly be the case. No, we uh, uh, we do not, and that's not because we're. That's just because I don't want to do it. Yeah, uh, in fact, one of our boys last night said to me, we were coming in and it was dark, you know, and. He said, "Are we going to do anything?" Which I don't know if we've ever, yeah. ever done. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, we certainly will do something for fall, but we're not, and and we will give out candy and all that stuff. Sure. You know, but like, never done anything that. But I did say, I said this year, especially since Hayden is yeah, at yeah. home, and like, like he's going to be at home a lot. Yeah. And like, yeah, I we might go a little. I need to let Carrie know this. Yeah. Um, you we can might do go it. a little. We might go a little stronger on Christmas. Oh, come like on. like go. Like, ain't nothing wrong with that. Like like we might we might take it to a new level. Yeah, there's year. nothing wrong with that. You know, I will say, like we, I was in. We had our golf tournament on Monday for Hope at Getty's View, and there's a house in there. And I don't know if you're familiar with Getty's View, but you would yep. say there'd be rules. Yes. I mean, yep. Strict rules. Yeah. There's a house in there that I bet it had ten inflatables. <laughs> And spider webs coming down from the house. Halloween inflatable. Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, I guess maybe they're the boss here. I don't know. But uh, but then I was in Red Bull and Springs a couple weeks ago, and I saw more Halloween decorations than I've ever seen, but it was like Jason oh. out in the front. Like, it was very – it made me have a lot of questions about those families. Whereas the one in Gettysburg was like, oh, this is fun. Come trick-or-treat. The ones that I saw in Red Bull and Springs, I was like – Oh, don't go knock on their door. I've been celebrating at the gym what they're calling Squattober. Okay. All right. In an effort to get spooky strong. <laughs> Is that what they're using? Something like that. Something like yeah. that. Well, maybe go back to it. <laughs> That's good. Get those legs strong. It'll take care of you. We'll talk to you all next week. Make me all right.